This is Sunday morning, Sunday night worship service. Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Level Pentecost Women's Church, February the 23rd, 2020. Tonight, our senior pastor bringing the Sunday night message. Stay with us. We'll be starting our service in just a few moments here at the Pine Level Pentecost Women's Church. tonight. We welcome all of our visitors tonight. We appreciate you being with us. You folks, by the way, of internet as we live stream everything we do here. We appreciate you being with us also. And we just pray the Lord's going to bless. Amen. All right. Any spoken request? All right. We, we remember requests from this morning. Let's be much in prayer about uh, these folks. We know Sister Pauline is home tonight. Wanting to be sitting in that pew right there. Because of 
some health issues right now. She's not able to be with us. We're looking forward to when she can uh, come back and be with us. Also, Brother Jack and Sister Carolyn Edgerton are down at uh, Wilson there at the rehab. They're right down the hall for one another. So I told them yesterday, I went in, I told them yesterday that, you know, you know, we know you guys are married and all this kind of stuff, but you behave yourself when you get up here at this rehab. So, uh, but they, that's a good thing. They're together. They hadn't seen each other in a few weeks. So uh, the Lord's working it out. We're doing together up there. So let's pray for them that everything's going to be good and the rehab they have is going to be able to bring them home uh, pretty quick. Also, I still remember Paul Mitchell. Let's still be much in prayer for him tonight that God will have his way. Amen. Also, want to continue to pray for him. Bruce and Sister Barbara said uh, great that God's going to intervene there and touch and bless. Amen. All unspoken requests of the little hands tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's take it to the throne room. Father in heaven, tonight we're thankful. Lord, we love you and we praise you, Master, and we just ask God for your divine will to be done in this place tonight. I pray, God, that you would just minister, Lord, to each and every one here tonight, God, and Father, minister the knees to all these requests, Lord, that was turned in this morning, and God, these that I have spoken of tonight, God. Father, touch these folks. I pray, God, with your healing power. God, as you would just move and work miracles for these folks, God, that you would just bless in a special way. I pray, God, all of them will have a speedy recovery. Also, Sister Jenny Vendorham, Lord, who's at home, Lord, just had knee replacement. I pray, God, for her also, Lord, that you're going to just continue to bless her with, this, with her knee, God, a speedy recovery, Lord. And, Father, the knee she had a few months ago was a great success, Lord. She's been doing great with that. And we pray, God, that this knee, Lord, she just had done this past week, God's going to even be better than, than the one she has. Father, that be the case, Lord, both knees will be almost what you call perfect, Lord. So, Father, bless her at home tonight also, God. Father, for she desires to be here. Father, working with the sound guys up there. I ask God you just intervene tonight, Father, in this place. I pray the anointing of God is going to just sweep through the place, God, and we all, Father, are going to know that when we leave here tonight, God, that we have been in the very presence of God. So, Father, have you divine fine way tonight, God, and I pray, Lord, you bless our visitors, Lord, and each one of those, by the way, of internet. God, their needs out there also that we don't know about. But, Master, if they'll contact us, they'll let us know. Master, we can also be praying for them and praying with them, Lord. So, Father, again, thank you for this opportunity we have to come to the throne of God. Father, and we ask, Lord, bless us tonight, Lord, Father, on this congregation. And those, by the way, of internet, Lord, as we tonight here bless you. As we worship you and praise you and glorify your holy name. In Christ's name we pray. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Let's get started singing Victory in Jesus.
ushers, if will, some of you guys, Brother James, if you will, just uh, get the offering plates. Brother Mike, will you have us tonight with the offering? We've got uh, several guys that's on the trip. Normally have the choir here. How many missed the choir tonight? Nobody? I missed the choir tonight. Amen. Well, Brother David's doing pretty good, don't you think? all sound good, him and Ricky and Jonathan and Judy. Let's pray, Father in heaven, we love you tonight, we thank you, we just praise you for all you've done, God. Father, we ask blessings upon this offering tonight, God, you would take it and use it for the building of your kingdom. Master, you just bless each one that's here tonight. Father, bless the giver and the gift for life, God. And Father, you know we just love you tonight, and what we do, we do to, to worship you, Lord. And Father, as we worship you and give in tonight, we pray blessings upon this, Lord, as we bless you in Jesus' name, everybody says, Amen. Let's worship the Lord. If I go to stand, y'all stand too. And though 
Somebody bless the name of the Lord tonight. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you do for us. God is so great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you got your Bibles tonight, we're going to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 59, to start off with, chapter number 59, verse 19. And I know they'll be putting scripture up, I guess, tonight. I got a whole lot tonight. Sister Jenny's not here, so them guys that are having to work double time up there, they're, they're really getting into it tonight. So uh, we appreciate them tonight. You know, we hardly ever say anything about them guys up there. We appreciate them for what they do and uh, how they just uh, keep things rolling and keep things moving for us. Uh, also, uh, Brother Joy's got things set up on the Internet. You can go to the App Store and just type in Pine Level Pentecostal Holiness Church and you'll be able to download the church app. And you'll be able to keep up and whatever's going on and see services and uh, go back and review services, whatever you would like to do. Also, he's got podcasts going also. So there's a lot of things Joy's got set up in, uh, for the church, and uh, we appreciate that tonight. Amen. Let's give them guys a hand up there. They, uh, they work hard. We appreciate that. But Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19 through 21. Tonight, how many know God's got you back tonight? Amen. God's got you back. Amen. We've heard that saying for many years now, but God's got your back tonight. You know, you see people and they say, you know, I got your back. You go ahead. I tell my wife that often when she goes to a restaurant, she orders something special. We order steak or something. She said, I want to be able to eat all that. I said, don't worry about it. I got your back. Everything's going to be okay. So you go ahead and just dig in. So, but anyway, God's got your back tonight. Isaiah 59 verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Now notice what he said. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Verse 20 says, and the redeemer shall come to Zion and unto them that turn from transgressions in Jacob, saith the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee. And my words which I have put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, seed, saith the Lord from henceforth and forever. Now Deuteronomy chapter 20 verses 1 through 4, the Bible says, When thou goest out to battle against thine enemies and seest horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And it shall be when ye come nigh unto the battle, the, that the priest shall approach and speak unto the people, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, ye approach this day unto battle against your enemies. Let not your hearts faint, fear not, and do not tremble, neither be, inter neither be ye terrified because of them. Verse 4 says, For the Lord your God, he have goeth with thee, he that goeth with thee to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Somebody say, God bless the river's word. Can I tell you tonight, I want you to understand, don't be fooled, don't fool yourself tonight and think that just because you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, and it, it, that it exempts you from being involved in troubled times. How I many know, even though you know Jesus, you're walking with Jesus, you're in the will of God, that there'll be troubled times coming your way sometimes. Amen? Now, 
Don't think that it exempts you from difficult dilemmas and messed up moments. Just because you're moving and operating in his will doesn't mean that the enemy will never send some trouble your way. For even Job declares, man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Job 14 and 1. Isn't it, isn't it good to know that when, you, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Tell somebody tonight that God's got your back. Amen. I'm reminded tonight that children of Israel have come to, to what seemed like the end of their Moses then on ahead. They began to wonder what would happen to them and do be strong and of good courage be afraid for the Lord is that doeth go with thee he will not fail thee nor forsake thee in other words what God's saying there to them people is I've got you back tonight that's why he told us in the book of James chapter 1 verses 2 and 3 my brethren count it all joy when you fall in divers temptation knowing this that the trying of your faith work in patience Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. How many love the Lord in the house tonight? You see what God's promised you? In other words, the Lord is, what he's saying is, I got you back. Then the Lord tells us in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 14, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, somebody say rejoice. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and, and of God rested upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Somebody say amen. In other words, what he's saying here is, God's got you back. I got you back tonight. Have you no God's got you back tonight. He's with you all the way. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. When life presents itself with ever-changing variables, when, we got, when we've got to realize that we serve a God who is stationary in his goodness or in his godness, he is the unmoved mover. For I heard him say to Josaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17, ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't that sound good? In other words, what he's saying is, folks, I got your back. So, so many times tonight, we look all over for other folks to have our back. But during my journey on this Christian way, I've discovered some things about folk. I've discovered some disheartening and some discouraging news about people. I've discovered that folks will fade away when the fire really gets hot. I got you back until it's really time for them to have you back. They sort of fade away a little bit. I've discovered that family and friends will forsake you when times get hard sometimes. But I've heard the Lord say, I will never leave you nor forsake you in Hebrews chapter 13 and 5. Amen. I mean, it's glad tonight that the Lord said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's got you back, amen. And so it is here in our text that we find evidence. It is here in our text that we find three clues that assure us the security of knowing that God has got your back tonight, amen. God is good. Sanction, spirit, 
to lift us or to lift up a standard. He said in verse 19, we read earlier, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of, of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Against who? Against the enemy tonight. If you know anything about floods, when they come, no matter how many sandbags uh, you put up or how big a dam that you might want to build, uh, water has a way uh, of getting over, through, and around uh, some of the things you try to build to stop it tonight. And when the water does make its way past the sandbags uh, and over the walls of the dam, uh, it has a way of engulfing anything in its path. It has a way of overtaking overwhelming anything everything within its reach and such is the case with the enemy of our lives today. For I've come to the startling and stunning realization that no matter how many sandbags you put up, no matter how big a dam you build, the enemy just like a flood of waters has a way of getting over through and around them he has a way of infiltrating and penetrating right through uh, to the very fabric uh, of our lives and risking uh, uh, wreaking havoc. Uh, but the next, te next uh, uh, text here says uh, the spirit of the Lord uh, will lift up a standard uh, against him. God's going to fight the enemy. All you got to do is just stand still and watch the salvation of the Lord. Ain't that great tonight? I don't have to fight the battles. God, God take the battles for me tonight. I just walk in him. How about that? Let me suggest tonight that we, get, that, we get, that, that we can't get wrapped up in what the enemy is doing to us. Just know that God's got you back. He has sanctioned. He has approved. He has authorized. He has allowed the spirit to come to our rescue and lift up a standard tonight. I mean, know tonight that the church needs to keep lifting the standard higher and higher. We can't afford to let the standard of the Lord down. Amen. We got to keep, we got to keep lifting the standard. He has authorized the spirit, the comforter to bear us up in times of weakness. I'm Romans chapter eight, verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmity. Mm -hmm. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. As the Spirit lifts up this standard, it is in actuality lifting up the very excellence and authority of Almighty God. And because we are partakers of His Spirit, we have a right to walk in His excellence and in His authority. Aren't you glad you got the authority of the Lord on your side tonight? Amen. Everybody say Jesus. Say it again. You see that name's different. You can call out any name you want to. You can call out Bill, Bob, Ronnie, Randy, whoever. You can call all those names you want to. But when you say the name of Jesus, it just, it's just something about that name when you just utter that name off your lips tonight. Amen. When the enemy, when the enemy coming in like a flood, when he hears the name of Jesus... Oh, he just stops and trembles. Amen? Somebody shout praise the Lord. And because we have that right tonight, that authority, it doesn't matter what the enemy tries to do to you. You can rest assured that God's got your back tonight. Amen? Why? Because he's put up the standard. He's put up the very excellence and the authority of God. He's put that up. Now, likewise, he has given the spirit the, the authority to operate in our, on our behalf. The Holy Spirit is our attorney, our defense. So every time the enemy tries to come against you, know that because of the Spirit's intervention, he won't be able to touch you tonight. Weren't you glad of that? What did he do? The devil had a conversation with God. God asked him, have you tried my servant Job? What did the enemy say? He said, well, I can't get to it. 
you got a hedge around it. If you'll move that hedge, I'll get to it. And when I get to him, I'll show you something. If you'll just let me get to him, you'll see what kind of man Job is, what kind of man he really is. So God said, okay, go ahead. Everything he's got, anything he's got, but you cannot touch his life. I mean, no, Job came out victorious. Hmm? Job's the one who said that the man is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. But when all was said and done, he never cursed God. He never blamed God. He kept on worshiping God. Even when folks come around and try to discourage him, tell him all they try to tell him what to do and how to do it and when to do it, Job said, no, 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 uh-uh. He said, naked I came in this world, naked I'm gonna go out of this world. But God, God is still on my side, amen? So what did what Job, Job prove the point? And no matter, how many of them knows Job lost a whole lot? He lost everything he had. 10 children, I think it was. Lost it all. I mean, before one could get through telling him one thing that he's lost, here comes somebody else telling him something else. He's lost, and then he's lost this, he's lost that. Lost, I mean, all of a sudden, all that just poured in on him one time. His wife even looked at him one day and said, look, Job, why don't you just curse God and die? You can't take too much more of this. Huh? You see, but God's got you back tonight. You, do you know he had Job's back tonight? Because when all was said and done, Job received twice as much as he had from the very beginning. Somebody say amen to that right there. You say, God will look after you. Sure, I'm sure he missed all that he had. I'm sure his children was devastated when he lost him. But God brought him through, victorious through it all tonight. Amen. God feels the void that, that nobody else can feel for you. God's got you back in every situation you're going in. God can give you the strength you need. God can give you that understanding, that, 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 that peace that passes all understanding tonight. God can meet every need in your life tonight if you just surrender and give it all to the Lord. You see, we can't handle this thing by ourselves. We need God to help us tonight, amen? God's got our back tonight, amen? Somebody say amen to that. So every time the enemy comes against you, know uh, that because of the Spirit's intervention, he won't be able to touch it because when the enemy chooses to come at you with his fiery darts of doubt, disbelief, and disappointment, the Holy Spirit rises up in you and in defense. So every time the enemy comes your way in an effort to overthrow you, the Lord, by the way of the Spirit, jumps up and says, I got you back. Amen. I tell folks all the time, all through my ministry, and I've seen folks go through some terrible times. Folks go through some devastating times. Uh, they face a lot of troubles. Uh, and, and, and they look at me and they say, Pastor, I don't understand. What in the world? Well, why is this? Why is that? Uh, and, and, and I've always told folks, I said, I don't really have the answer that you need tonight. I really don't. I, I, I was at, somebody called me one night back years ago. Me and my wife first got started in ministry over in Little Washington. They called me one night and said, my son was about, I'm trying to think, this, this, this child was about 18, 19 years old, I think it was. They said, my child was just killed in a car accident. Me and my wife jumped up and went to the house. And when I, when I got to the door, when I knocked on the door, she looked at me with tears running out of her eyes. She said, tell me why this had to happen to me. I said, honey, I don't know the why. I really don't. I wish I did have the answer for you. I don't know the why. I don't even know the when and the what. I don't, I don't have your answer for this. And it's hard to believe, hard for people to believe. I don't care what you're looking at tonight. If you look deep enough into it, you'll see the hand of God moving. You'll see the hand of God moving in your situation. No matter how strong the trouble might be, you look into it deep enough, you'll see God working through that somehow or another. Things just don't happen just to be happy. Well, she, her 18-year-old child, what in the world? What, what, what can happen with that? I, I don't have the answer, but I do know this. God is on the scene, and God's got your back, and God will help you through everything you're going through tonight. Amen? 
You know, sometimes it takes a death for somebody else to, 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 to turn their heart and life around to, to God. That could be the answer. I, ain't, I don't have the answers. I'm being honest with you now. I don't have the answers for that. Sometimes I found out it's best not to say anything, just be there. If you're there, a lot of times that's all that matters. You don't have to say a word. You don't have to say nothing. Just be there. Your presence there means a lot to a lot of people. You see, I believe that God's saying, I got you back. Every time the, the enemy tries to remind us of our past failures, the Lord says, I got you back. Every time the enemy tries to remind you of your past hurts, the Lord says, I got you back. Every time the enemy tries to remind us, mind, mind of, of, of past heartaches, the Lord says, I've got you back. Because he sanctioned the spirit to lift up a standard. Another reason you know, you know that God's got you back tonight is because he's, number two, reinforced us with the Redeemer. Aren't you glad you're reinforced tonight? Not only has God sanctioned the spirit to lift up a standard, but likewise he has added to our strength by re re reinforcing us with the Redeemer. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion, the, the, the word said. God has prepared our position by sending his only begotten son. Jesus is our Redeemer tonight. The truth of the matter is that he has come not only to redeem us from sin, but also from the hand of the enemy. The word Redeemer comes from the Greek word uh, God. I, I, it is the primitive root of redeem according to the law of kinship used in the, in the text of an avenger, deliverer, a purchaser, a purchaser, a revenger, and one who ransoms. Therefore, that fact is evident that God's got our back because he has allowed Jesus, the redeemer, to pay the price of Calvary in order that we might be redeemed tonight through him. Somebody needs to be shouting praise the Lord for that right there. God has made a way that you and I can be redeemed tonight in Jesus' name. It looks, it's good to know that we've got a, a loving redeemer. One who was willing to stand in our place. For it's because of Christ tonight, his redemptive work, that we have a right to, to eternal life. Without him, there is no eternal life. Amen. I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad that he took my place. I'm glad that he hung, he bled and died for a filthy old wretched man, man like me tonight. Not only has he died for my sins and paid the ransom for me, but my Bible lets me know that one day uh, he's coming back uh, to redeem me for sure. Amen. I've got something to shout about, him. The text says, notice who he's coming for. He's coming back for those that have turned from their transgressions, uh, those who have turned to holy living, uh, those who have turned from their sin tonight. Uh, in in Zechariah 7, 14, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, uh, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. He's coming for his people. Not a people, not some people. He's coming for his people. And who are his people? First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's who he's coming back after. He's coming back after his people. Aren't you glad you're a chosen generation tonight? Don't expect God to have you back and you're not doing his will. Don't expect God to bail you out and you're not doing a, and you're doing your own thing. For I found out that if 
If you're standing on God's word and standing in God's will, you won't have to worry about the enemy. If you're in his word and in his will, every time Satan tries to come your way, you'll find out that God's got you back. And the good thing is that he won't call up the armed forces. God don't have to call up the armed forces. He won't activate the National Guard. He don't, he, he, he'll, but he'll just simply allow the Redeemer, his son Jesus Christ, to step right in on time and he'll redeem us, he'll help us and deliver us in Jesus' name tonight. Amen? As you, and as you stand on his word and his will, he'll reinforce you. Amen? How many of you are facing things that you knew that if it weren't for the hand of God, you'd have never made it through that? Because of the hand of God, a lot of people have escaped a deep step of depression because of the hand of God. Because of the hand of God, people have, 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 have God has redeemed them from, from experiencing a deep deepness of loneliness because only God can fill a void that, that, that when, we, when a loved one is gone or anything that's going on, God is the only one that can make the difference. You see, when the enemy puts anger in your spirit, the Redeemer will re reinforce you. With some kindness. That's what he'll do. When the enemy puts discord in your spirit, the Redeemer will reinforce you with some peace. And when the enemy puts hatred in your spirit, the Redeemer will, re will reinforce you with some love for Jesus. The reinforcer of righteousness reinforces us with this power. It doesn't matter what things look like. When the enemy comes, remember what Paul said. All things work together for good of them who love the Lord. How many love the Lord tonight? All things will work together for good to them or of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He, he sanctioned the spirit to lift up a standard. He, he's reinforced you with the Redeemer, but most of all, he's covered us in his covenant. Amen. He's covered us in his covenant. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. That's what he said. The final point of our text assures us to the fact that indeed God has got our back because he has covered us, he has sheltered us, and secured us in his covenant. Everybody say covenant. As I continue to look further into what the Lord has said, I discovered that this verse was the primal, the preface, the forerunner of what was to come. It was the initial indication and assurance of the fact that indeed God has got our back. Verse 21 is the reaffirming of the covenant that was given to the forefathers before the coming of the Redeemer. But now that the Redeemer has come, now that Jesus Christ has come, now that he has already come into a sin-sick world and redeemed us, Hebrews 8 and 10 is the confirmation and lets us know that now we are covered under a new covenant he makes it personal tonight because Hebrews 8 and 10 for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days saith the Lord I will put my laws into their mind write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people I mean glad you're the people of God tonight he's coming back one day for you Amen. See if I got this straight. If he's my God and I am his child, then I know that he's got my back. I know that he's got me covered. Is that right? And then Psalms 91, 1 through 4 tells me, 
makes it personal. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the nuisance and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. You see, God makes it personal. Aren't you glad of that? God doesn't work on universal. God makes it personal. God, Jesus loves the church, but as much as he loves the church and we are the church tonight, he loves you and I personally tonight. Amen. Aren't you glad to know that you've got a God, you've got a savior tonight that you can just sit down and have communication with and he'll talk back to you. People think I'm crazy when I talk like that. But I'm telling you, Jesus, the, 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 the Holy Ghost, the God will and can speak to you. Amen. You might not hear the audible voice like you hear my voice sometimes, but I'm going to tell you something. The Spirit of God will move on you. There's something you need. There's been times in my life, Brother Mike, that, that, I, that I've needed something from the Lord. I've been praying about it and praying about it. And all of a sudden, somebody, God will send somebody my way that'll give me exactly what I need. They'll give me the word I need. they give me the confirmation of what I'm thinking about or trying to believe for. They come up and they give me exactly what God is wanting me to have. Can I tell you something? That's just mercy and grace from God there and I receive the word when I know it's what God is telling me in Jesus name tonight God speak to us in different ways as I said this morning he'll speak to you in your word through the word amen there's been a lot of times I said Lord I need some help open your Bible and I begin to read and there's the answer right there right there before I said God I've read it many times I've never seen it like that before he said the reason you didn't see it like that before because you didn't need it like that before now you need what you'll see it now you're needing what you're reading more so than you ever have before. God will get the word and, and direct it. And just like, just like a bullseye, he'll put it right on you. And God will shoot it right straight to you and give you exactly what you need. You see, God, he makes it personal. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He makes it personal. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. He is my God. And in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and forth and from the perilous uh, and pestilence. He shall cover me with his feathers under his wings. I shall take refuge. His truth shall be my shield and buckler. Tell somebody tonight that God's got you back. I remember on the farm back years ago when I, when, when I was with my granddad and he was farming. And he always had chickens. We had, a, we had a barnyard, had a fenced in barnyard. And the chickens was in the barnyard. But somehow or another, when you're barefooted in the summertime, you have to get all this mess between your toes. I ain't never figured that out yet because they're supposed to be in the, in, in the little pen there. But anyway, they get out. But I, I, I remember seeing them, those that had little, little baby chicks. Maybe four, five, six, or seven of them. And when that mother began to sense danger close by. She would do some kind of shaking. She would do something, spread her wings, and all of a sudden, all those little bitties, they would come running, and she would just sit down and just overshadow them with her wings. That's the same thing God does to his children tonight. Amen? You can rest in, under the wings of the, of the Almighty because he's got you back now. How do you know? Because he's covered you in his covenant. Title. What do you mean? God's got you wrapped up, tied up, and tangled all up in Jesus. That's what God's got. You remember that song years ago? 
I'm wrapped up, tied up, tangled all up in Jesus. Amen? That's where God's got us now. I don't know about you tonight, but I'm so glad that I'm covered. I'm glad that God's got me covered. Amen? I'm glad for family and friends and all these other folk that, that God has surrounded me with. But you know what? Most of all, I'm thankful tonight that God himself has got me covered. He's got me covered in his goodness. David said in Psalms 23, 4, 4 through 6, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Man, I'm telling you right now, God has got your back. Amen? Now, when you leave here tonight, as many times I say God's got your back, you ain't going to forget it. Amen? Sometimes we have to keep repeating so we won't forget. I'm so glad God's got me covered. Covered in his strength. Psalms 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge, our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. What did he say? God is my refuge. He's my strength in the present time of, of trouble. Therefore, will not we fear. We got nothing to be afraid of. Amen. Nothing at all. I'm so glad tonight God's got me covered, covered in his blood. Romans 8, I mean Romans 5, 8 through 11. The Bible says, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even when you were a sinner, he died for you. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Mm -mm -mm. Tell somebody one more time, God's got your back. Amen. Let me believe that tonight. But God commendeth his love toward us. Brother Thomas, I'm through. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now we know tonight that God told Jeremiah, Jeremiah, before you were born, son, I knew you. While you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Can I tell you tonight? That before you were ever born, God knew you. Even while you were in the womb, God knew you. And this society we're living in today is trying to say that abortion is okay. To just snatch a baby out. They're trying to say life don't start until the baby's born and he breathes. No, no, no. Life, life is started at conception. That's when, that's when life starts. <clears throat> And now they've even passed laws that in late pregnancy, in late pregnancy, they can abort a child. And I was listening, and I said, I can't believe what I'm hearing. And they said, even now, if the baby's born, they can lay it off to the side, just keep it comfortable and let it die. And people are okay with that. They're okay with it. Why did I go there? To let us see and let us know. And you already know. I know I'm speaking to the choir. We already know the condition and the shape that our world's in as far as 
society is what they believe and what they don't believe and how they're taking God out of everything and how this and that all is going on. But yet, even through all that, the Bible says that God commended us, commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can I tell you something? Christ died for every doctor that commits, that, that does an abortion. He does. Amen. And one day, just like us, one day, if we don't have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we're going to stand and answer for every sin that's committed. Every one of them. But you see, Jesus, God has made it possible that we can be reconciled to him through his son. So if I receive his son tonight as Lord and Savior, as many of us have, and many of you folks by the way of the internet, you already have, and maybe somebody's listening to me tonight, they don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We're held accountable for all the sin that we have done. But when I receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, at that moment, all sin is put under the blood. And the Bible declares that God even says that the sin that was committed, he remembers no more. Now you can't get no better than that. In other words, the sin that's been committed, I've been justified now, I've been set free. I don't have to answer for that because that's gone. He took all the burdens away. He washed my sins away through the blood of Jesus. So I don't have to worry about, be concerned about that sin no more. But I want people to understand this. He didn't save you in sin. He saved you from sin. What you mean, Pastor? There's some folks that believe that once saved, you're always saved. I can't buy that. Personally, I can't buy that tonight. Because I know tonight that I can walk away from God. I know tonight that I can transgress against my God. I know tonight that I can willfully sin. Willfully sin. Knowing what I'm doing. And if I die in that condition, I've given up my address in heaven. Because I'm going to die in my sin. But the Bible says, do your first works all over again. In other words, when I know I've sinned, I repent. I say, God, I'm sorry as I can be. I hate I've done what I've done. Will you please forgive me? And you know what he does? He takes that sin and puts it on the bed. Now, just because we have that right, that don't give us a license to sin. He didn't save me in sin. He saved me from sin. In other words, when he saved me, he said, son, I want you to turn now and walk away from that. And don't go back into that no more. Leave that. And when I surrendered my all to the Lord, instead of the floods of water coming through and knocking me down and destroyed me, the blood of Jesus Christ came through like a flood and lifted me up and let me know how much he actually loved me that before I knew him, when I was yet a sinner, he went to the cross 
just for me. Talking personal now, just for me. And on that day, if I'd have been the only one standing there looking up at that cross, he'd have done the very same thing for me that he did for the whole entire world. It's personal tonight. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is personal tonight. I can't go to heaven on grandma's coattail. But because of grandma's prayers and God answering grandma's prayers or Aunt Sally's prayers, whoever prayed for you, some great friend you had somewhere that prayed for you because of their prayers, God has helped me to make it personal with him. I'm mean, glad you got a personal relationship with the Lord tonight. Amen. Let us all stand tonight if you would. God's got you back tonight. I want you to know that. God's got you back tonight. But God commended us, commended his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. I'm thankful tonight that I serve a loving God. He is a loving God. But you see, he's also a God of wrath if need to be. I don't want to be on the, on the wrath side of God. I want to be on the justified side of God because by his blood, through his son Jesus Christ, I'm able to stand before you tonight and say I'm saved and on my way to heaven. The Bible said, for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. That word speaks to me tonight. Amen. If you're here tonight, and I look around the building, most everybody here, maybe everybody here, I don't know what's going on deep down on the inside of you. I just know what I see. Everybody in this building did not, not be saved. You know without a doubt you're saved. You're on your way to heaven. That's a great thing tonight. But there might be somebody that's looking into that camera tonight, that's watching a TV somewhere, or they're watching a cell phone somewhere, in a hospital room or at home, in a rest home. I know we got folks in rehab because they tell me, Pastor, we watch the services, we, we, we tune in. I have people when I go somewhere, if I go to Lowe's somewhere, I've had people almost while tell me, said, we, 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 we watch you and listen to you. Every Sunday morning, we're, we're right there with you. So you know tonight, there might be somebody tonight that's listening to me. That was a pastor. I'm glad to know that God's got my back. But the problem is I don't have God's back. I'm not saved. I'm lost. I'm done without Jesus. I want to be saved. Then if you want to be saved, the Bible says confess with your mouth. Believe within your heart. Repent of your sins, ask him to forgive you, and know that Christ went to the cross of Calvary just for you. He died for you, shed his precious blood for you. He made it possible that you could be reconciled back to God. Just repent. I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me of all my sin. 
life turned. And I want what the pastor's talking about tonight. I want to know, God, you got my back. So I want to quit walking the way I'm walking, living the way I'm living, and doing the things I'm doing. And I want to walk in the obedient will of God. And I want to serve you with my whole heart. If you can do that tonight, the Bible declares that you shall be saved. Now, if that happens to you and you repent and you ask God to forgive you and you know you're saved tonight, it will be a great honor to hear from you. If you could just email us, you could send us a text, you could call somebody, you got phone numbers all through this thing. Just call somebody to touch bases because we want to pray for you. We want to continue to pray for you that you'll be able to continue to walk with the Lord. You see, we're living, we're living in a messed up situation. What you mean, Pastor? We're living in an evil day. And how many know the Bible declares that, that the end time is going to be an evil, evil day? So as, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the end time. How many know right now we're there? As was Solomon Gomorrah. We're there right now. And I don't believe it's going to be long. Preacher, we've heard this all our lives, but I don't believe it's going to be long. When you're going to see the Easter sky split, the Son of God coming to take his children home. The Bible says he's coming on a white stallion, on a white horse. As I heard one preacher say one time many years ago, he said, when that takes place, I want to be so close to the Lord that when he gets on that white horse, he kind of looks over his shoulder and he calls my name and says, Jerry, go get your own horse, son. This is mine. You can't ride with me. Go get your own horse. You see, that's how close I want to be with the Lord. And we can be that close with the Lord tonight, knowing without a shadow of a doubt that all sin has been forgiven and we're on our way to heaven. He gives us eternal life right now. Right now. He'll give you that gift. Just repent of your sin. Ask him to forgive you. And he'll come into your heart and life. How many believe that would be right now tonight? Amen. Ain't that what you and I did? Many years ago in an altar prayer, I knelt down and I surrendered it to the Lord. It wasn't easy to start with. I had a little trouble. I was up and down and in and out. I had a little trouble. But then when I really got serious with God, instead of me getting a hold of him, I allowed him to get a hold of me. And when I allowed him to get a hold of me, that made all the differences in the world because I surrendered all to him and I was able to walk away from a lot of the stuff that had a grip on me. I was able to walk away by the sanctifying power of God. He sanctified me and cleansed me then I was filled with the Holy Ghost. And tonight, I'm a blood-bought child of God. On my way to heaven. Amen. God's good, ain't he? God's good. So if you bow your heads tonight, let's go to the Lord in prayer. If you're here tonight, you need to talk to the Lord. If something's going on, if you're not saved, here's your opportunity to come and just repent. We're not going to embarrass nobody. If you're here tonight, there's a need in your life. You just want to talk to God. Say, Father, I got this need. I can't handle this, Lord. It's too big for me. 
But what the pastor's telling me about tonight, no matter what I'm facing, no matter what I'm looking at, no, what is, no matter what I'm going through, you got my back. You're going to help me go through what i got to go through with right now. If that's you, the altar's wide open. So, Father, tonight, as we bring this to a close, we're so thankful to know that Jesus Christ... Thanks for tuning in to this Sunday night worship service here at the Pine Little Pentecostal Church on this February the 23rd, 2020. Don't forget, coming up Friday, or excuse me, Saturday, coming up Saturday night, starting at 6 p.m., Ivan Parker will be here with his son, Josh Parker, also starting at 4 p.m. the same day. be having a hot dog fundraiser. Come on out and eat some hot dogs with your favorite chips and get you a drink for all for $6 while we wait on 6 o'clock for Ivan Parker to take the stage on Saturday, February the 29th. So come on out. Be sure to get here early. Doors open at 5 o'clock to come into the church for Ivan Parker. Also, we've got the chicken pastry fundraiser coming up on Friday, March the 6th. That's 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Come on out. $8 per plate. Chicken pastry, candy jams, green beans, rolls, and dessert. Sponsored by the senior adults here at the Pine Level Pentecost Wednesday Church. And looking out into the future a little further, we're going out to April now to the 24th. Friday, 11 to 7. We've got a barbecue chicken plate sale coming up. That's $8 eat in or take out. That will be here at the Pine Level Pentecost Wednesday Church as well. Don't forget to check out our live stream on the website at pinelevelphc.org. Check out all kinds of other information out there as well. Download the app to your mobile device. Go to the Google Play Store or the iOS App Store for free. You can watch our services live or on demand there. Like our page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash PhC, And you can get notifications when we go live. Check out some pictures and some other cool stuff about the church as well. YouTube is available for all the YouTube fans. Search Pine Level PH Church on the YouTube channel. And... Subscribe to our channel, get notifications when we go live. You can also check out the podcast. It's available for every service that we stream. Go to your favorite podcast provider or go to the website and the app for a quick link for the podcast. We're located at 112 East Blank Street in Pine Levels. Come on out and join us next time in worship. Our next live service is Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here at the Pine Level Pentecost Winters Church. For everyone here at the Pine Level Pentecost Winters Church, I'm Joey Perry. God bless. See you Wednesday here at the Pine Level Pentecost Winters Church.